everybody, welcome to Film Code. My name is Brandon. It is good to be back with another episode for you guys. We have a banger movie to talk about this week. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce my hosts here, my other co-hosts. First up, welcome Phoenix. How are you, buddy? I'm good, bro. How are you? I am good. I am ready to talk some movies. And uh, yeah, so um, next up, we got Mr. Zach Sneath. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing good, man. Excited to talk about this movie. It's definitely a different movie that caught me by surprise. Um, I hadn't actually really heard of it. I mean, I heard of it briefly, but I don't think I remember anyone really talking about it much before Oscars. So um, it's cool to like kind of see this come back and and get a nomination. So I'm excited to talk about it, excited to share our thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm pretty sure you do because you clicked on this episode. <laughs> we are talking about Coda, um, one of the Oscar nominated movies. Um, I, I, I feel bad for kind of sleeping on the film when it came out. His life was so crazy when it did, and I just completely missed it. And I regret it because this film is nothing short of like just fantastic. I I loved every bit of it. So, um, yeah, um, Coda was directed by I should have these notes. One second. I'm sorry. Sean Hedder. Sean Hedder. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's directed by Sean Hedder. And um, and casted by Amelia Jones, uh, Eugenio Derbez. I'm sorry if I s- said that wrong. Troy Kotsor, Marley Martin, Amy Forsyth, and Kevin Chapman. And the big draw, which was crazy, uh, was three out of the four main characters of this movie are deaf. And it, I I love it so much because the dad in this movie, Troy Kotsor, who plays Frank, was nominated for best supporting actor and i just i i am in full support of that <laughs> yeah so all right so some early non-spoiler thoughts phoenix what do you got okay so i heard about this movie because uh it came out of uh early in the year uh, out of sundance and with glorious praise and um it came to apple tv shortly after that i watched it enjoyed it i really really enjoyed it It, and for the most part for the early part of the year it was probably one of my favorite films of the year uh as as time went on obviously i gained other favorites and it went down uh for me um i was i was sort of confused because i was like i mean this movie's good but i was like i i couldn't get the hype i was like everybody's really high on this movie and to me it was like a much better but still similar to like an ABC family original movie. Like, like it definitely had that DNA in it. So I was like, I can't, I don't know what, what everyone sees. Then I, saw, then, I, then I watched it again and I was like, ah, now I see it. <laughs> like, like it just clicked. And uh, the performances are so good. So, so good. Like Troy Kotzer, man. Like I, I'm so on board for him. Uh, like an, an incredible performance. I love Eugenio uh, Derbez. I've seen him in several other things, but in this man, he just made me laugh constantly. Uh, Ferdia Walsh Pilo, who Pilo, who was in um, Sing Street, one of my favorite movies from 2016. Um, I mean, great all around. Amelia Jones, 
just let's just give it up for Amelia Jones. <laughs> like, I mean, incredible, incredible performance. That was just amazing. Yeah, man. Like, I went from being kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. To like, no, this is this is this is fantastic. And like, one of the only I would say feel good films of the year that I just thoroughly enjoy. Gotcha, Zach. Yeah, man. I mean, I this movie was really great. Um, it took me by surprise a little bit um, because I read what Coda had meant and I was like, oh, this is interesting. And so I was like, I wonder how this movie is going to like how they'll express their emotion and stuff. And I was I was not disappointed um, at all throughout the entire movie. Um, definitely deserves to be up there with best picture. Um, I really do believe that the storytelling is great. The acting is great. Um, and Brandon, I do believe you said these are all first time actors, correct? Sort of. A, a few of them are kind of breakout. Uh, they, they haven't really had a, a huge hit just yet. Right. But yeah. So I think the, this, <clears throat> I think this is Amelia Jones's debut role though. Yes, it is. I, I looked at her filmography. It is. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, overall, like, the acting was spot on. Um, definitely really enjoyed watching every minute of this movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I absolutely love this film. Um, I, like, I went into it blind, and I, I was not disappointed at all. So, uh, yeah, I guess without further ado, let's kind of break the spoiler. Uh, seal of spoilers. Hello. Let's <laughs> break the seal of spoilers here. Um Right off the bat, I want to say that um, I cried multiple times. Um, mainly when, mainly when uh, Ruby put her hand, uh, had her had her father's hand, Frank's hand, put on her chest as she was singing, and he just, mm-hmm. man, I I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and then while she's performing at. Um, for the audition she's just doing the sign um mm-hmm. and it cuts to like her like uh, going up to hug the, the musical teacher i'm like damn man this is <laughs> this is pulling me yeah uh yeah. i i'd actually forgotten about that final scene um until like uh someone someone who had seen it late reminded me of it and i was like oh yeah that was a good scene and then I went back and rewatched it. I was like, no, that was amazing. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like it, 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 it was really phenomenal. And just the way they tell that story. I mean, come on. That was, that was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this film is nominated for best actor in a supporting role for uh, Troy Kotsur and Coda. Um, it's, it's nominated for best adapted screenplay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it is also nominated for best picture. Do you guys think all three of these are deserved? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. I would probably say that, um, like, as as tough. I know that it was like super super tough competition for best actress, but I would have loved for Amelia Jones to get in there. Like, over a lot of the people that they did nominate, I would have loved for Amelia Jones to get in there because I think she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, see, what sucks is like actress in a leading role was a very tough category this year. Yeah. Um, Zach, you got anything? Um, yeah, I mean, overall, um, like I said, I loved everything about this movie. One of my favorite scenes, though, was when the dad was asking her for 
her to sing it to him. And they're sitting down in the truck and he feels her vocal cords and like he starts like crying. I will say that's like the one part I did tear up at. I was like, because you could just really like that moment, Troy Kotzer really, you could see the emotion. Yeah. And it was just so, so cool to see that. Like you never mm -hmm. even think about how a deaf person would hear mm -hmm. someone be able to sing. And like, I also love the scene, um, Brandon, you mentioned this before to me too, when we talked about it, when um, they're playing the music and it cuts to them. And because to them, it's just yeah. dead silent. <laughs> and like, you can't see it. And it's like, you, you all of a sudden, you're in the shoes of a deaf person and what, what that world looks like and why oh. they don't understand. Like, it was, it was, wow. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. I love what you just said there, Zach. Like, that scene to me was so perfectly done because, like, not to, not to, rile against this movie but I, I did not like it uh last year sound of metal i was not a big fan of that movie and um you know and it received a lot of overblown praise in my opinion um and it didn't even do like what they did in coda that scene right there like they didn't do that at all in, in sound of metal i never felt that way at all uh watching that movie like in coda there was this moment where it's like here's something that every hearing person experiences and this is what and every person around you is experiencing it and then this is what is taken away from you and it's the one thing that your child wants and it's the one thing that you truly can't participate in mm -hmm. i just thought that was brilliant like like yeah. brilliantly done and it was just and it was like at that moment up until that moment i felt for Ruby, I was like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Ruby, man, she just wants to break away. I was like, she needs this. But at that moment, I was like, I was with her parents and her family. I was like, ooh, like, <laughs> that must suck. <laughs> like, like, oh, uh, I feel how they, like, how how much they, that, that must eat at them. And I was just like, the whole movie, like, I was in this, like, push and pull of, like, who do I, who do I vibe with? Who do I side with? Because it was like, on one hand, like you really want your child to go on and, and achieve their dreams. And on the other hand, you're like, but your family needs you. Like, where, mm -hmm. where do you, you know what I'm saying? Where do you stay? I was like, I love that push and pull. I just I'll tell that. you one person I do side with <laughs> is uh, Bernardo. <laughs> but Man, no, 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 no. Yeah, you said his name awesome. wrong. It's Bernardo. Oh, right, right. right. Bernardo. Mr. V. Mr. V, Mr. V, Mr. V was great. You gotta roll, you gotta roll the tongue. <laughs> okay. Hey man, listen, it's a little early in the morning here to be doing that though. Bernardo. Bernardo. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, his character though, oh man, it was it was great. Eugenio Derbez. Mm -hmm. Uh wow. I mean, what that was a great performance. <laughs> like, let's be real. Like that was oh. It was just so good. And you guys know, like, I'm not a big musical person. And, like, so when it comes to singing most of the time and, like, stuff like that in movies, like, yeah. But his character, like, really, really great. Mm -hmm. I, I loved his character. I like the way that he embodied this character as, like, a musical genius in a way, sort mm -hmm. of. But, um, like the way that he carried his time and stuff like that. I thought that was great. Like teaching her respect. 
I I loved everything about that, um, like the relationship they had, stuff like that. And as far as teacher and student goes, I thought it was it was really great. Mm-hmm. Something I something I really loved is um, I guess kind of going back to when just like they're just um, they're sitting there and they they show us the de- um, a deaf perspective of the like the performance, like because the entire time you're like. You're, you're seeing them like, oh, why are we not really supportive of her music? Or like, why don't they let her f- pursue her dreams? And then you see it right there. Mm-hmm. They don't understand. And mm-hmm. that's what makes the, the, the scene where they're sitting in the back of the truck and he's just losing it. It just makes it even more like sad because he now understands just by feeling the vibrations. Mm-hmm. Like another film that kind of did this was at the end of Baby Driver. Um, because his mom was, uh, and his uncle, I mean, his uncle was deaf and he can only vibe to music through vibrations of a speaker. All right. And I, I, something that, that's something that gets to me, man. Cause like those scenes are just whole, so wholesome because you, you just see the emotion just come out of each, every person. And it's, it's beautiful. I also like that they showed like how like her life. With, and then who was the other guy? I don't know. I don't know his name. The uh, the boy who she was like singing with. Yeah, I don't remember his name in the movie. I know. I know the actors. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he was he was there, but I felt like it was some more so lift her character up, Ruby. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I I really liked that they showed him and like what. Like you could see, like she, he, like he was clueless as to like how her life actually was, mm-hmm. like about how people treated her and her family, and stuff like that. And then I like the fact, like, I don't know. He basically said, you know, he was like, "What do you like? I don't understand why you're embarrassed. Like your parents love each other. Like mine hardly talk to each other. It's like mm-hmm. gave her like a different. You know, you would think like he would just like." He did apologize, but you would think he would have just gotten into him and been like, you know, I, I'm sorry, like, that was really wrong. I shouldn't have made fun of you. He's like, no, I'm actually kind of jealous of your family. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I th- find it interesting that, you know, in the movie, she doesn't have any idea that anyone could be jealous of her family, yet there are people who are jealous. And that's probably why they're making fun of her, is because they're jealous that their family isn't like that, that close. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I saw that was an interesting touch of the story. Yeah, talking about like like Troy Kotzer's like that scene in in the back of the truck that's super emotional. But throughout the film, he had some of the best comedic timing. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, out of anybody. I mean, like the the fact that they're like <laughs> in the know, meeting. That like yeah, I'm like they're like talking like especially the scenes with with the mom he's like your mom is so hot like like, <laughs> like how do you expect me not to like you know what I'm saying love on her I was like dude I feel you <laughs> like like the whole oh. time I was like I was like yeah. yeah dude I'm right there with you bro like Marley Madeline of course like like oh my like, man but like just incredible comedic timing like when he finally meets the teacher and the teacher tries to sign and he gets the sign wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, nice, yeah, nice, nice to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dude, it was amazing. You, you really just, I, like in terms of like a full performance, just comedy and drama, man. Like Troy Kotzer nailed it. Like completely nailed it. It was, it was amazing to see. 
yeah I, I so that's that's just what i loved about this film was just everybody everybody knew what they were doing yeah. um like especially in that scene when he's like when he's like trying to sign he's signing to them and she's having to translate it he's like go screw yourself a yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I i just like i just i just love those moments because like because she has to translate that she's like i can't say that <laughs> That was a but, great. That was a great scene too. Like uh, I was like, in terms of like secondhand embarrassment, like I was like, I was like watching it going like, oh god, no, <laughs> like, <laughs> like she has to say all of this. Like just the part. Like what I love about it is like that's what her life is is translating everything her family says, even like the things that she probably shouldn't say. Mm-hmm. I just think that's like uh, I just thought that was really well done. So. As far as the comedic timing of this film, I mean, there's so many great parts. Uh, Phoenix, so you mentioned about how, he's like, yeah, I can't keep my hands off her and stuff like that. <laughs> also, like, Ruby was pretty funny, too, in this movie. Yeah. Like, when, you know, she goes, you guys can't do it. How long? Never. Forever. And, yeah, forever. <laughs> like, they're like, they're like, they're like <laughs> That was so funny. And then when... um. She's teaching her friend how to sign because she's trying to hook up with her brother. <laughs> and he's like, you. is she okay? <laughs> she just told me she has crabs. <laughs> that was hilarious. That that was it was just so great. Man. Um, yeah. And then also too, you know, Phoenix, back to what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, you really feel for Ruby too. Especially I've really felt for her in that scene where. Her mother's like talking about how she's gonna like she's gonna she can't leave like and how much she'll miss her and like that's her baby and then the father goes she was never a baby mm-hmm. and then the mother just had a moment of realization like oh yeah she she's had to really grow up <laughs> like yeah quickly because of because of just living in that family mm-hmm. yeah I was oh man, and then you feel, but you also felt for the family when they're on the boat, and then they get pulled over because she wasn't there. And oh my god, I really hated that lady. Uh, (laughs) I I think everyone hated that lady. Yeah, like that lady is my Thanos of this movie. (laughs) Would have been they would have done fine had it not been her calling it. Like everything would have been went well. I mean, that was one of the scenes where I was like where I definitely felt the the ABC original family vibe to it. Like, especially like in terms of the blocking, because I've seen that scene where like a person comes into a room and they're like, everybody is like looking at them and they're like two people right here and one person over there and one person way in the back. I was like, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like, is this Riverdale? Like, what am I? I was, right. like, I was like, oh man, that's terrible. But like, that was just one of the times I noticed it, but like, other than that, man, I, like legit, that was my only complaint because mm. the, the movie was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, w- one of my um, going back to the beginning, because um, like in the beginning, if you've gone in blind to this film, you don't understand that the rest of the family's deaf. So when you see her singing to the music and all that, and just like her getting off the boat and falling asleep in class, you think, okay, she's having to work her job uh, as a fisherman and then do this. No, it's completely different. She, yes, she has to work as a fisherman, but she has to be there to listen out to alerts and all that. And since she's the only like person who was able to hear in her family, 
be there to support everybody. Mm-hmm. Like those are the scenes that kind of got tense to me was when um, Mr. V, Mr. Bernardo, um, was trying to coach her and she she was going to her, her lesson but she, she was like the, the news crew is here you can't leave oh yeah those, dude, those yeah. scenes were so tense i'm like i'm like damn like she's she's pulled between two different lines and i it, it, it sucks yeah that was that was a hard one because i was like yeah like i was like what do you do like like mm-hmm. was like you you need your your lessons but like and he's a very strict teacher and you know what i'm saying you're trying to live in both worlds and it's impossible i felt i felt for him man that was that was a struggle dude to be honest like if i was ruby like love my family and all but yeah i would have oh <laughs> I, like dude I, I mean i mean not that it don't matter but like at a certain point i i I feel like you also have to realize like it matters too. And like, you can't carry the weight of an entire family just because you have an advantage you didn't ask for. Mm. Like, that's not, that's not fair. No, like, yes, I feel for them being deaf, but yeah, it was fair to Ruby. And that's the whole point of it was like the child of deaf adults, you know, that's literally what CODA stands for. So Mm. Yeah. So, um, Zach, so yeah. let's just say your significant other, I'm not going to say her name for privacy reasons, but your significant other, let's just say she was deaf and you had a huge like audition or interview coming up and she needed you. Would you been like, bye, <laughs> see ya, peace out, or would you be there? I mean, <laughs> like, first of all, if I, okay, but this is different. No, 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 no. It's different if your significant other is deaf. And let me explain why. You are choosing to That's say fair. yes to that life. That's right. fair. You right. are choosing to say yes. I I understand what comes with this. I understand the responsibilities with this. It's like the girlfriend with the brother when she's helping him. She understands the responsibilities that come with it. Ruby never had a choice. Mm-hmm. Ruby didn't get a choice. Like, you know, she was born into it. She can't help that. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like, she didn't she didn't ask to, for that. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, like, yeah, family is important. But that's a lot to, like, as you see in the movie, that's a lot to rely on someone mm-hmm. when they didn't ask to do it. They just do it because they love them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can do stuff out of the kindness of your heart, but you also have to take care of yourself. If you don't, the thing is in life, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't provide what you need to for your family. I know, like, like no matter what you do, you there there's an element where you have to be happy with what you're doing so you can provide for your own family. Mm-hmm. Like you know I know I mean? for me, like like the scene that actually I got little little choked up at was the scene where she like officially left like where you know what i'm saying she's like going off to college or, or whatever and you know and you see her like sign the uh i love you sign to her family like right. that was that was the moment where I, I i really had to choke it back because i'm like all i could think of is oh my god what is this family gonna do <laughs> like, yeah. like i was just like i was like 
like on one hand i'm like you're you're like so happy for ruby because it's like you know you 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 get to live your life and you have to live your life but on the other hand i was just like but her family though <laughs> like, Dude, when, when she got out of the car to hug her dad and then he actually <laughs> spoke he was like go i'm like Oh my god. <laughs> like, 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 well, but then the brother has the girlfriend, remember? Like, she started. Oh, yeah. She, she, she did, started learning. She didn't make that choice. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Right. And then she's because she works at the docks in the, uh, you know, I mean, she and she can just go out on a boat with him. Like, I, I think that's what happened was Ruby goes to college. She's dating him so she can help him if need be. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I feel like the brother, like, even at the end, it showed you, like, that eventually they just started making people accept them being deaf. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they just had the, the people had to go with it and they had to learn. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and that, and I also, because what you guys are forgetting, like, and I, like, yes, it's hard. But also, a lot of people who have disabilities don't want to be reminded that they have disabilities. Facts. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, if you, I'm sure, have you guys ever in your life tried holding the door open for someone who is like in like a wheelchair or something like that? Most of the time, they don't, they get upset sometimes. They're like, no, no, I got it. It's like their whole life. So they can't just expect people just because it's harder for them. You know, I understand everyone's different, but most of the time people with disabilities, they want to be self-sufficient. They don't want people treating them just because of how they were. So at the same time, like the brother said, like they can learn from us. Like they don't have to, we don't always have to be the ones who are making an effort here. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I love that scene. Like that to me was like, I was like, you know, watching it the first time, I was like, I was like, yeah, but like, I, like, I found myself arguing with this movie <laughs> a great deal because I was like, I was like, yeah, but do you know how hard that is? And you know what I'm saying? People aren't just going to willingly do it like you need her. And I was like, but then like the second time I watched it, I was like, no, like, that's what you want. You want to live in a world where people don't just look at your disability. Mm-hmm. Where, you All know, right. they see you as a full person. I was like, so like yeah like I'm much kinder to this film on rewatch because so many things just really clicked for me and I like I love it like I still haven't seen Drive My Car which I think will be my favorite film of the year but as of right now especially considering that they did not nominate Tick Tick Boom for Best Picture my heart is with Coda I really I I want I want this thing to take it all I want Troy Kotsur to win supporting actor I want it to get adapted screenplay and I want it to win best picture. Like it only got three nods. I want it to sweep. I want it to sweep all three. (laughs) I am in in full support of this. Um, (laughs) I just like, I know we haven't given our final reviews or thoughts just yet, but like my, I I just absolutely freaking love this movie from beginning to end. Like my my attention was focused. Like I've had, I've had some time, like I've had some issues trying to keep focus on some of these movies. Like licorice pizza was was like it had me focused, but it ended up just like not doing it for me. Um, Belfast was good, but I have no clue why that was nominated. <laughs> and I, I, West Side Story, you already know my thoughts on that. I freaking love it. Um, Dune was good. Um, I still need to see Power of the Dog and Drive My Car. 
but like the rest I've seen, Don't Look Up has no reason being nominated for anything besides editing. Not even that. <laughs> I, I, I think mm. it deserves editing at least. But um, but yeah, I, I I'm starting to go on a tangent about Oscars, but um, we got, that's that's a conversation for another episode. Um, so any final thoughts on uh, Coda? Um, final thoughts. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah, it's it, worth it's worth watching. Um, back to what Phoenix is saying. I saw driving my car. Um, for me, I still feel like Coda hundred percent takes the cake. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I love Drive My Car. Drive My Car is a great movie if you haven't seen it. But Coda, like the emotional story behind it. I'm not saying some of these other movies they got now don't have emotional stories, but the fact that you're brought into a different world and can understand it and it does it so perfectly, I definitely feel like Coda deserves this. It deserves it deserves best picture, hundred mm-hmm. percent hands down. Final thoughts. Yeah, like I'm right. Like I said, I'm right there. Like it took me two viewings, but yeah. I just I, like I legit want this movie to sweep. <laughs> like legit want it to sweep. I like. I remember like listening to a bunch of people talk about it. And I was like, really? Like Coda of everything that's come out this year, this is the movie that you're so gung ho about? Yeah, yeah, no, one hundred percent. I'm I'm one hundred percent gung ho. I'm behind this film. I yeah. hope it takes everything. <laughs> I, I completely agree there. Like Troy Kotsur, um, no clue who he was before this film. And I'm like, eh, Coda nomination, cool. I now understand why he got nominated. I yeah. I really hope he wins because he deserves it. But um, yeah, my final thoughts. I, I just absolutely love this movie. Um, I feel like we just we need more uh representation of this area, uh, because there aren't that many films about uh, people who are deaf, um, or or just hearing hearing impaired or, or seeing impaired. So it would be great to see more films like this and like the lot of the daily lives they deal with because uh, it's not really talked about much. So, yeah, um, I guess let's move on. To, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, one, la- one last thing. because yeah. I, I love that point that you just that, that you just made. Um, that was the thing that I, I think I really, really appreciated a lot about this movie on first and second watch was that we're seeing this particular story about hearing impaired people, right? Because when you think of the, the dis- disabled community, right? There are so many stories that can be told from their perspective. And so like <clears throat> bringing this back up, Sound of Metal, we, we, we got to experience uh, what that moment is like from hearing to non-hearing, right? That's essentially what that movie was was for. Uh, this one is people who've lived with being deaf their entire life. And then there's this one aspect where they have a child who can hear and speak for them. I just mm-hmm. think that's just such a unique perspective that I'm like, it just let me, it just kind of clicked for me. Like how many more stories are there in, in disabled communities that could be told that, you know what I'm saying? We're not telling yet. And I'm like, right. I'm so excited for like, what uh, what other kinds of stories we could get? Yeah, I I completely agree with that. Um, 
I would love to see more films like this. You guys will like Drive My Car. They actually have a deaf actor in Drive My Car. Nice. So, yeah. Gotcha. Not, not centered around them, but it, it's so really good. Mm. All right. So um, I guess we'll move on to our final ratings. Phoenix, what did you give Coda? Um, when I originally saw Coda, I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> um, I have amended that upon my second watch. For me, it is sitting at four stars. Gotcha. Fantastic movie. Gotcha. Zach? Yeah, so, I mean, I loved everything about this movie, um, hands down. I gave it five stars. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to follow up with Zach. Um, there, this film did no wrong in my eyes. Uh, so I, I, I wanted to take it off an Oscar sweep. Let it happen. So, yeah, five-star banger. Let, yeah, five stars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, come on, Phoenix. You know you want to give this movie five stars. Like, I was leaning towards four and a half, but I was like, nah, I, I can't. I Like... I couldn't put it in that category because there were other films that I definitely uh, have higher than this. But mm. like, yeah, four stars, I think is solid for me. That's where I'm that's where I'm going to stick. Gotcha. Well, I guess that that's that's been Coda from us. Um, uh, four star from Phoenix and then five stars for both Zach and I. So uh, thank you guys for reviewing Coda. It's, it, I, I feel like we should have got to it sooner, but we didn't. Yeah. Oh, I mean better i'm glad we did it now now that i've had the rewatch in because i i can definitely appreciate it more Mm -hmm. i'm glad you're able to get a rewatch it before reviewing it yeah yeah so uh let's go ahead and move on to what's good what's good what's good what's good Phoenix, what has been good for you this week? Well, uh, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of good stuff, but uh, without question, the best thing that I've seen all week is the new romantic dramedy from Peacock, uh, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson, Marry Me. It is the, it is so good. Like, like, lo- like I, I don't care if no one no one says it. You heard it here on Film Code. Phoenix himself said, go see Marry Me. It is fan-freaking-tastic. It is such a good film. I enjoyed it to pieces. Smiled the entire way through. Literally one of my new favorite movies. It is one of my new favorite movies. How did I know you were going to like that? That movie just screams Phoenix likes that kind of thing. <laughs> Hey, it should scream most people like it. That's a great movie. It's so good. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix, I'm there with you, man. Uh 100%. I I saw that in theaters and yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. It, it's so underrated and I feel like it gets a bad rap for being a rom-com. It's a great movie, though. Like, if you just let it be what it is, take away the fact that J-Lo is a singer acting, and you actually just sit and watch the movie, it's a great movie. It's enjoyable. Yes. Storyline was fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Zach, are you uh, going to follow up with also do Marry Me, or are you going to? 
No, I'm going to do something different um, just because I want to give, you know, our audience a little bit of different things to go watch. I want to say the same thing. That's a great movie, though. Yes. Um, But for me, Ren, you I don't know if you've seen this yet. Um, Shout out to Ren and I's boss. Um, Yeah. We were for for this guy who's a huge movie buff and he's awesome. And uh, one of the movies he recommended to us was neon demon and he's saying how underrated it is so it's not it's not that high on letterbox i did watch it now it is a twisted very twisted movie Mm. it's about the fashion industry and how corrupt it is Mm. and there's a lot of symbolism going on throughout that movie um i would highly recommend if you don't understand that movie definitely go back read some stuff about what they meant by certain things and and then you'll understand how genius that movie actually is i mean there is so many good things in that movie it follows this young girl from a small town you know wanting to be this this um model and her story and i don't want to give away too much it it's really good though It it shows you how corrupt like the modeling industry is and like all of that it was oh it was so like in fashion industry all that stuff mm-hmm. it it it's really good i i recommend go seeing neon demon gotcha um i'll have to check that one out um what's good for me is um it's not a gonna be it's not gonna be a full film but uh since i've been watching all of the um oscar nominated things rightly lately uh, i decided to check out uh, robin robin uh, which is nominated for best animated uh, short nice. and it was actually really enjoyable i i'm not i i don't like giving like things with s- smaller run times and your star ratings because it doesn't give you time to like connect with anybody but it was completely stop motion animation and i i'm a huge like i i, I love those kinds of things um i can thank my fiance for that because she got me turned on to different kinds of um uh, uh animated um categories of animation that's that's a term for it like 3d animation 2d animation how they kind of mix it and stop motion so as a stop motion picture this they did great um like you can you can hardly tell it was stop motion It, it it felt real so um yeah definitely go check that out especially now that you have to watch kind of have to watch it for the oscars anyways it's on netflix it's great Nice. So we got um, Marry Me from Phoenix, Neon Demon from Zach, and Robin Robin from me. So, yeah, that has been what's good from us. That being said, we've been pushing this off for like three weeks because of just (laughs) the life getting in the way. So without further ado, we are going to get into film code. So, Zach, it was your film code these past three weeks. Um, what Remind everybody what your code word was. Yeah, so my code word is Christmas. Um, the movie came out between 2010-2020. Lead actor has been in many famous comedies throughout the years. Uh, lead actor has been in roughly 50 movies. Gotcha. So, um, I guess in film code fashion, who has the most points here, Phoenix? I do. <laughs> Darn. All right. Well, I guess I guess I'm up. 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong on this, but I'm going to go with happiest season. Um, it is a Christmas movie. It's, um, it, it fits the, the year parameter of 2020 lead actor who is, um, sorry, I have to pull up his name, Victor Garber, who plays Ted. Um, he also played in the flash, but he's in a good, he's in a good amount of, uh, comedy series. Um, and he he does have a huge filmography, so um, I'm gonna go have I'm gonna have to uh, go with Happiest Season. Phoenix, <laughs> uh, I uh, was still looking, <laughs> but uh, I, <laughs> the closest one I could find, uh, and and I and I'm sure that I am 100% wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got nothing. Um, so I got nothing. I'm going with Happiest Season. <laughs> I'm going I'm to ride Happiest Season with, uh, with, with, with Brandon there. So we're, we're going to go down together. It's okay. <laughs> I love that movie. So any chance I get to talk about Happiest Season, I, I'll take it. So there we Zach, go. Zach, tell us we're wrong. Well, <laughs> you guys are both wrong. Yeah, had a it feeling. Hundred percent, not that move. <laughs> uh, I like. I actually, I feel like I kind of threw you guys off here with with my code word a little bit. Um, the movie's actually why him. Ah, what? yeah. The movie Wait. is why him, starring James Franco. Mm. James Franco has been, and I looked about fifty-one different movies or so. Nice. This oh, movie is that the Brian Cranston movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, we all know James Franco is a comedian. Right. Like, he's he's a comic relief. And a decent amount. Well, he's also, he does more than that. He, yeah. has, he, has a, he has a stacked career. But, um, I mean, of course, he's been in many comedies that people know as well over the years. So, um, yeah. So, movie is Why Him. Have either of you guys seen that movie? I've been meaning to. You've been I've, meaning to. Listen, it doesn't have listen, a great listen, review. Li- listen, it's but been it's out hilarious. Since, I know it's been out since 2016. I've seen. I saw the trailers for it back in 2016. I'm like, I really want to go see this. I've been meaning to watch it. I just not have. I just haven't had the drive. Oh to my goodness! Pull it up yet, Phoenix? Please tell me you've seen this movie. I have not seen uh, Why Him. Actually, uh, I was. I was kind of thrown off by okay, it. Okay, you, you guys. Obviously, because you got the code word. What was that? What's that? I said, what, what did you say? Oh, no. This I, is just, I, I was just saying that uh, I, wa- I wanted to see it a while ago, but I, I just never got around to it. So same same boat as Brandon is, uh, you know, it just looked like, it honestly, looked like a movie I wouldn't like. But like now that, you know, we, get, we got the code word wrong, I'll definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be bugging you guys about till you watch it. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I really love that movie. It is I'll, freaking I'll, hilarious. I'll be honest. It it looks good, and like Brian Cranston is one of my favorite actors. So I I can see why you want us to watch this. It has terrible. Like if you look at the review, ignore the reviews. Ignore <laughs> the reviews. It is freaking hilarious. It I cried laughing throughout this whole movie <laughs> it was I, like it it's it's one of my favorite movies nice All so right. speaking of brian cranston real quick zach i don't know if phoenix has seen it either when are you guys watching breaking bad 
It's one of, I mean, it's, I'm already watching multiple shows right now. Oh, I know. You're watching I Clone mean, Wars and stuff. Yeah. I, well, and I just finished Peacemaker. Ah. So and I'm good. catching up on Best Picture nominations. I got two more left. And I'm catching up on the other nominations just so, so I can compare them. I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a while before I see Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, one which, of the best which, shows ever, though. Which two Best Picture nominations do you have left? Uh, I haven't seen the Don't Look Up and um, Power of the Dog. Yeah, I I, I keep pu- I keep putting off Power of the Dog. I, I'd rather watch Drive My Car first. Me too. Uh, if you want, we can do a Netflix watch party for Power of the Dog. I haven't seen Maybe. it since Maybe. I since I saw it the first time, and mm-hmm. you know, you know, second Randy, watch, second watch of actually... Coda. You know, saying improved. So maybe my second watch of Power of the Dog will grow up a little bit because I did not care for that film. <laughs> so um, I, I completely forgot we were still recording. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, looks like Phoenix and I both freaking failed. <laughs> Zach's code word, man. And it's you know it's funny because I literally just saw a TikTok recently. About like, oh, James Franco was uh, has been in 50, 50 plus movies and has not been no- nominated for an Oscar once. That's I'm like, hilarious. that should have been my dead giveaway about him being in fifty <laughs> plus pictures. Completely blew me, blew my mind. Completely blew it. So, uh, yeah. Um, that being said, we are gonna get up out of here. Phoenix, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHO Reviews One. That's the number one. And on Letterbox under PA Clouded. All right. Zach, where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find me on Letterbox at Z Sneaks. Or you can find me on Twitter at Zach Sneak. That is Z A C H S N as in Nancy E A T H. So go check out what I'm doing over there. Yeah. And then you guys can find me at F-A-N-T-A-S-M-I-C Ears over on Letterboxd. It's fantastic ears. Go check out what I'm watching. I said this the past couple reviews, but I'm just I'm still knocking out these Oscar nominated movies, trying to get through them and watch them. So yeah, go check out what I'm watching. And also make sure to follow the podcast on um, on anywhere you can listen to your podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, over at Film Code Pod. So yeah, we are gonna get up on out of here. Um, thank you guys again for listening this has been Phoenix, this has been Zach this has been me, you've been you and thank you guys again for listening we're out of here, bye everybody